0: Welcome to the Energy News Beat Podcast. My name is Stu Turley, President, CEO of the Sandstone Group, and we've got a wild show today. Everybody has been talking about AI. AI in your business right now is critical, especially in the energy space, in any high-tech space. Everybody's high-tech now, but I'll tell you what's coming around the corner. You got to have it implemented now. And it's got to be ready because if you're not implemented in AI now, you're going to have some serious problems. And in the energy space, AI, security, and efficiency is the only way that we are going to get an absolute lower cost energy to all consumers around the world. So buckle up and get ready to talk to Sharon Muntz Karen, you're with you're the CEO and uh, founder, I think, of CNC Technology and AI technology company. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. I'll uh, tell you ahead. what. Mm-hmm. I am
0: so excited. You just mentioned something when we were chit-chatting a second ago. AI fatigue. You yes. had mentioned that. Tell me what that means.
1: So there has been so much talk about AI over the last year and such a rush to think about how to implement it into organizations that there's some fatigue out there around all the conversation, all the thought process. And um, I think it's important for us to understand that, yes, we need to move this forward, but to try not to get overwhelmed about it because it's not going away and we just have to take it step by step and continue moving forward as best we can. Um, but yes, with generative AI, there's so much out there that the conversation is just overwhelming people as is the it, fatigue that it's causing.
0: You know, what drives me nuts uh, and I think why I'm AI fatigued okay. uh, and that is people are taking a look at Excel and they're saying we're using AI. So the misnomer about out there, I mean, you know, the people are like, and I'm like, dude, that's not AI. That's like macros inside of Excel. Tell me what you're seeing when when customers come to you and your clients, big clients. I mean, we're talking big clients that are yours. Yes. What do you look for? How does AI, you have to learn their business, I'm assuming. Correct. Right. So you got to be a business expert in all these fields. You do military, you do government, you do just about all these huge things, right?
1: Sure. Yes. So what's important is to create a blueprint to create a roadmap and first identify what your organizational goals are and what, how will that AI implement it? Well, enhance those goals. So making sure that it aligns with your business, business goals. Um, Are you looking to save money this year? Are you looking to improve efficiencies? Right. Are you looking to increase sales? Are you looking to improve your marketing? And then starting with a proof of concept, uh, once you identify which one of those areas of the of the organization mostly needs AI and could could benefit from it. So when
0: you you take a look, I'm I'm a nerd, and uh, you know back then you know nobody the younger generations don't even know what a nerd is. They think it's pocket protector and goofy. <laughs> well, wait a minute, maybe I am. But uh, working in the server space for as long as I have and and everything else, you have to know security with AI and Correct. your company knows security. So if people are thinking of AI without security, that, that's a disaster, isn't it?
1: Well, there's so many different ways to look at securing your organization. Um, Servers, that's in a whole different conversation with that AI because AIs are gonna, gonna is able to spin up your servers and get them going. And that's that's it's going to automate a lot of processes that are currently being done manually. And that would be right. one of them. Um, from a security standpoint. There's so many great security companies out there that are already protecting organizations on different levels. And what I would be doing if I was an executive at one of those organizations is talking to my security companies and saying, how are you using AI to combat the bad guys that are also using AI to try to attack our company? So, uh, yes, so those knowledgeable security companies are the ones who are actively looking at at AI and how to protect us.
0: You know, uh, explain for me just a little bit, if you don't mind, but the difference between just a plain bot and AI, because I've automated between disparate systems, like taking uh, information from the oil pads, from blood labs, uh, you know, and helping automate businesses. And it's not AI, it's just a basic bot that, you know, you go to a server and it goes there. What's the difference on AI versus a regular bot? Does that make sense?
1: Yes. So AI is really beneficial for organizations that have large amounts of data, right? So if you're just going to... If you're integrating a bot. I, I'm guessing you're talking about like a chat bot or some kind of a
0: oh, I'm uh, more advanced bot, than that. Yeah, like but, a, a but.
1: job or something. Right. Um. So AI is actually a tool. That's it's a tool, and that tool is going to learn from the data that it's processing. And then it's going to start to help, you can actually help, it can help you make predictions right. on the an analysis and have a different view of the data that, because it can crunch the numbers, it can crunch right. the data so much more than any human being could ever do. Right. Right. And so having that capability and that tool at your fingertips to make better decisions is exactly what we want our clients to do.
0: Right. Now, some of your customers are some of the biggest in the planet. Yes, we have. <laughs> so, you, you know how the servers go. And when you're talking about uh, what do you see coming around in the business side of AI? So uh, there are some trends out there that I'm having a hard time because the discussion points are so disparate. You know, uh, our politicians, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a fan. Um, Mm -hmm. And they don't know. They just they can barely spell AI. Right. So what are some of the things that you're seeing coming around the corner? Because in the financial institutions, it's huge.
1: Yes. And and in oil and gas, one of the biggest things to contend with right now is policies and governance. If you're not strategically looking at how you're going to be implementing governance and policies in your organizations around AI. Definitely behind the curve. You got to start somewhere, where and communicate that information extremely effectively. Not wow. just to your employees, but also to your uh, clients and citizens. And the reason that's so important is that we have open generative AI systems that, if you take some contract language or IP information and you pop right. it in, there, and that can—that's already happening. That data is out there for the world to see. Now that's a security issue, right? So if you don't have some of those policies and governance in place, uh, and make sure that people are following those, then
0: oh, they are yeah.
1: major problems. Mm-hmm. You,
0: you know what's kind of frightening is the uh, legislation through regulatory actions that are going on in all energy sectors. The the mm-hmm. Biden administration is absolutely crippling wind, solar, oil and gas, uh, mm-hmm. nuclear, and they are absolutely regulating everybody. And here's where I think it's going to get really crazy is the EPA has put out some serious uh, methane uh, regulatory issues and oil and gas could sure use your help in trying to make sure that they meet these regulatory Mm -hmm. issues. So how would all that, because that is, that's money savings, that you're talking about to the bottom line on an yeah. ROI for what you guys do. Is that a fair statement?
1: Absolutely. And something that these organizations that companies could do is take all these rock regulatory contracts that are, are new regulatory issues that are coming through and wow. target it. Where do you want to be? Or what's your goal? Where's theirs? And it'll read through so much data so fast and you can wow. have it pick up keywords So um, we're seeing that in vendor management, procurement management, where the um, loads and loads of contracts that are huge contracts, Um, instead of having some individuals read through all of these long-long contracts, you can run them through first uh, the AI system and have it catch certain keywords, information, and, um, and have the individuals that are monitoring it reviewing it goes straight to that data, right? So if I was looking at regulatory documentation and I was very interested in certain things that were going to impact my organization, I would ask the AI tool, show me all the things in this 500 page document that are specific around this. Right, And you can start to train it to find other, other details. And yeah, it's, it's a very helpful way of staying ahead of all those regulatory issues. I mean, right, you're paying if you're paying a lawyer how many hundreds of dollars an hour, thousand dollars an hour, and you can get that lawyer to do it now in three hours instead of 300, you're saving yourself a ton of money and you're possibly giving that lawyer really good information about where to find the data that they need.
0: Wow. Um, My team really did a great job taking the regulatory things in Colorado and they had the ESG things oh. all all lined up. And so Colorado oil and gas got shut down for a year, whatever the number was, because they didn't even know the uh, the agent the agency didn't even know their own rules for ESG. Cause you had mm-hmm. to go in and, and figure all these things out. And we were able right. to do it. It was manual. Mm-hmm. We were able to help PDC get their first oil wells approved for drilling in order to get these things done. It was a pain and it was expensive.
1: Yes, very much so. So that's a perfect example where AI can be used to read documentation, pull the information that you need and make that job go much faster. Unless possibly, I mean, Yeah.
0: We had to pull from uh, block groups from the Census Bureau, then we had to go to uh, well data logs, then we had to go here, and it was painful. And then you then you had to come up with an ESG plan where you had to go around and knock on doors and make sure that it, that you found out how many cars were in each one, what language was spoken, how many feet away from the well pad it was going to be. It was just shoot me in the foot. I mean,
1: (laughs) and there is going to be certain, there are going to be areas. I mean, we still need human interaction. I, and I, I want to make sure that that's very clear. I feel like what we should be doing with AI is empowering our people, empower our citizens using this tool to to get ahead. And, and and educating them as we're being educated on all the ways we as organizations and and agencies want to use the 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 tool how do we empower our team members um and there's there's a broad range of ways companies are doing that i mean some people are very scared and they're not they're saying do not use it whatsoever some are in the middle and some like myself are saying you do your job i i Trust the way you do your job every day. If you see or know of an AI tool that's going to help you do your job better, bring it to me. Let's talk about it. How are we gonna integrate that? Because there's hundreds of AI products coming out every day on the market. And I can give you an example of of what our team did um, that that I love this example. Um, We build software application. We do enterprise application development. Um, and with that, we do a tremendous amount of documentation, um, AI can help. And, and we do a lot of video with that documentation on how to use the product. So we did an inventory app for a client and they were going to beta. And so we were able, they, the team found an AI tool where we could ingest information about the product and how to use it. And then it created this beautiful documentation that we could serve up to the beta testers on how to install their inventory apps and how to load the, the inventory. Um, saved us a lot of time and saved our clients a lot of money. Uh, and you, yes.
0: Wow. Have you ever heard the the story consultants never eat their own dog food? Uh, yes. We are so strapped sometimes that we uh, we give great service to our clients, but sometimes we don't do the best for ourselves. And right. boy, that would you're finding an AI application to help your clients, so you right. are eating your own dog food.
1: Definitely it. are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and where I feel like I've now empowered our team members to have that knowledge and be able to go find other ways to improve our business and improve how our clients, um, you know, and results turn out. Wow. Yeah. it just, I think there's, I think that also helps with that fatigue, right? I'm not right. fatigued because I know my team members are also out there looking for ways to make their jobs more efficient. Don't be afraid of it. It's, you're not going anywhere. If anything, right. I want to empower you. And you know what, they can take that knowledge to the next level wherever they end up going if if they don't stick with NCN, you know, for 30 years or whatever.
0: You know, uh, my hat's off to you because you you've built a heck of a company. And as a woman leader leading your company, what drives you?
1: The people. <laughs> my people and my clients. I... Um, I wanted to create a, a an organization that was like a community and um, our clients, I think, feel it. They know it. They know how much we we care about them and how hard we work for them. And then our team members are just all in. And but giving your team members the right tools to do the job properly is extremely is for for me, one of the most important things. And that's where technology steps in, because um, if you're not giving your team members the right tools, it's just so much harder and and um, to get everything done. Yep. One thing that I am concerned about in the U.S. is that all this generative AI talk, I'm concerned that our country could stay behind if we don't truly strategically start implementing it throughout our companies and organizations across the U.S., especially wow. small and medium businesses. The large guys have a lot of money to implement and start using it. I right. went to a conference like a few months ago with women-owned businesses, and some people, they're like, we don't use it at all. Right. And I was concerned that they weren't even playing around with it or investigating how they could use it in their organizations. It was right. not even on the horizon for them. And that globally, competitively, we need to, to have the conversation and start understanding how we can use this tool, because it's so powerful. It's it's the internet. You know, when the internet hit, everyone's like, this is going to change the way we do everything. <laughs> we didn't know what was going to come. And now look at us talking here, having this wonderful conversation. Isn't it great? In 10 years from now, AI is going to change everything. Right. Um, and um, the globally, technology is just really well used. And so we need to stay stay ahead of that as well. Well,
0: uh, I'll tell you what, Sharon, that is absolutely a huge point that we are going to step behind. But let me talk about underserved markets for half a sec. <laughs> you do enterprise-wide solutions. Correct. Is it easy? Because the you just mentioned the smaller businesses, <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter women-owned or men, it doesn't matter if it's uh, small cap, uh, you know, and those things they can't afford what the big boys can afford. Right. And and so it, are your solutions capable? Let's say that there is a, a midstream operation or a, a wind farm or something out there. Can you tone down your services absolutely. for these folks? Because a lot of folks, you
1: can't. And yes, absolutely. Those can... A blueprint is a blueprint, right? And we want to fit it into your organizational structure at no matter what size you're at. And that's one of the things that I feel is super important for all organizations. Whether you're a 10-man company or you're 10,000-person firm or 100,000-person firm, you really need to start right. thinking about how to integrate it into your company. Whether that's simple, like there's easy PO's point proof of concepts out there Marketing. Marketing is the first and easiest way to involve it into your organization. Mm -hmm. And oh, this is, but it has to align with your values. Here's another, uh, I have an, I have another story for you. Okay. So, you know, sales is, is, is very people heavy. You need to have people to make sales. So one of my coworkers said to me, Sharon, take a look at this AI tool. Um, it Make the sales call, get you booked. You're right. not a real person, but AI. So I said, Oh, let me take a look at this. You know, it's I don't like to shy away from anything, and it's just an opportunity to learn whether you're going to use it or not. Right. So I played with a tool and it sounded like a real person calling you, asking questions, responding properly. But guess what? It did not fit into our core values because I And I'm not judging anyone who's using something like that. I'm just saying that in NCN's core values, I felt like we would be not it's unless we said, hi, this is an AI tool and then starting the questions. But if you're not going to be open and honest about this is not a real person calling you and talking to you and asking for X, Y and Z, that didn't go along with our core values. Right. It felt like that. You're kind of like anyway. So that. That was, um, so we didn't, we're, we haven't used it. We have real people calling and talking to people about our services. Um, wow. but, uh, but it is coming our way. And that's why we're getting so many calls now from what, robots. And, I,
0: let's yeah. say I'm a, a customer and, and I come to you and I say, what about AI's programming? Cause you got to start it somewhere. Sure. Ethics. You brought up a huge issue, um, I've shut down LinkedIn and and, not LinkedIn, um, Instagram and Facebook because Mm -hmm. of their inability or lack of desire to stop child pornography and encourage it. And if you're not going to stop it, you're encouraging, in my opinion. Right. How do you instill the learning process of AI of what you just said, Sharon? That's critical. That's a fear for me.
1: Yes. Um, that, that boils down to your policies and governance, you're Mm -hmm. writing those, that policy and those governance documents are aligning strategically with your values and your company's goals. So if it doesn't align, then you don't want to implement it and you don't want to do it. And so, um, or you shut it off if it starts to do something like you're, you're bringing up a, a topic that, you know, obviously I would imagine it's. Their values, <laughs> if they're not stopping it, then that's their value system, which is actually very sad. Um, but it all boils down back to your governance and policies. Now, what I have seen, what we have done for clients as well, which is so cool, is that we'll take a product and then that product is is a fantastic solution for an industry. And now with AI, The data that's gathered from that product or that's being used from that product, we can integrate an AI tool and have the reporting better, have the predictions better. Um, So bringing AI in to augment an already built solution is what everybody's doing. You look at a CRM system, Salesforce, QuickBooks, they're all integrating AI now. And if you're looking for a simple way to start implementing AI in your organization, talk to your current vendors. How are they using AI? How can I use it to improve my business? Um, And that's, that's a first step. And that's easy. That's not, that's, that's just having a conversation with your preferred vendors.
0: Um, You're incredibly busy. And that just, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm kind of busy too. But let's say I'm an oil exec, energy exec, if I'm any, any market, uh, underserved market? Are you available? Do you have a good team? Somebody calls in. How do they find these answers to questions? So sure. uh, uh, Does that make consult- sense?
1: Yes, absolutely. We have free consultations, and SanTechnology uh, is our website. And and as a Nancy, season cat, and as a Nancy, I always spell that out that way. <laughs> um, National Consulting Nova. So we uh, very much like to have consultations because one shoe doesn't fit. All folks, right? It doesn't fit everyone. So we would like to understand what their goals are, what they're trying to achieve. Where are they on the maturity level? That's another thing you can measure. Oh. Some people are here. Some are just starting out. Some people are pretty nice on that maturity level curve. Right. Yeah, they've started to integrate it. They've they've assigned someone in their organization to be responsible for it. I think it's the same as anything. You got to you got to assign someone. You got to measure and track. Uh, and and see if it's successful or not, and then pivot if it's not.
0: Wow. You know what? You know what's kind of cool? Uh, and uh, th- we've, we've had a couple of and it is so fun. Every box I throw at you for a business ROI statement in a visiting with you in AI, because it scares me to death, to be honest with you. You've right? answered every one of them. Going, I've thought of it. That's no big deal. Thought of it. No big deal. That's pretty darn cool. I, I appreciate that.
1: I, do. I don't know. I, we, we try hard to, to, well, we've learned a lot. Let's just say that that's all through learning and understanding and, and studying and reading and try to stay ahead of the curve so that our clients don't have to, cause there is so much to ingest. I feel like having a, having a, a preferred vendor that really understands AI and right. can walk you through all of those, the different paths and options Right. It's, it's beneficial. I mean, at the end of the day, it will save you time. It will save you money. That's, that's what, it's, or you're going to be left behind in your competition is. Um, but I don't right. think it should be fear. There is a lot of fear, Stu. Like if yeah. there is a lot of fear around it, fear of jobs being taken away um, and yeah. it is changing. I mean, it's going to change our industry tremendously with software development. It's already changing it the way we do things, right. the way we develop, but the human interaction is the most important. I mean, humans, that's the best part of working is the is the people. Great? Um, have you implemented AI? I'm going to put you on the spot in your organization in any capacity.
0: Well, Sharon, uh, thanks for asking a very painful question. Uh, I don't use it, but uh, the team will go get AI, and when we transcribe our articles, we uh, they go ahead and put it in, and then AI does a great job figuring out which will be best to go viral uh which will go to this and on our energy site we got to the point where we had 26 million visitors on our site this year uh we had 7.5 million uh article reads of the transcription we had over a million downloads of the podcast through the channels and we broke the code on how to get podcast out because Sharon sure, People, there's a way to get out there that everybody goes, I'm going to put a podcast up. Nobody knows how to find it. And they get four four listens. It's like, now, wait a minute. So, yes, we are using AI. Me, I can't even type AI. So <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to your comment, uh, Sharon. You got to have great people.
1: You have to have great people and empower them to be able to use and find the tools that they need. All right.
0: Um, Last, last word, give us your thoughts for the day and what's next for NCN.
1: Thoughts for the day are don't hold back, look look into AI, don't let it scare you, take it a day at a time and look at it as a, a way to enhance our nation. Yep. Uh, business by business, agency by agency, it's here to stay and it's something that can really lift us up. And how can we do that with AI?
0: Fantastic. I'll tell you, this has been such a joy to visit with you and in our uh, I am such a nut about elevating uh, humanity out of energy poverty and poverty that I think that with the proper knowledge and implementation, AI can actually make a difference in lowering the cost of energy. Um, And I think you brought up a point that I just didn't even think of today. And that was being able to work within the legislation through regulatory processes that are being imposed on mm-hmm. all energy right now. And it, mm-hmm. I and uh, holy smokes, Batman! Thank you so much for stopping by the the podcast today. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much for having us on, having me on, Stu. I really
0: <laughs> like it. well. A true CEO says us. So
1: uh, it really is. Us. So we are a team and I'm thankful for I'm, I'm the best team.
0: Oh, isn't that great? Hey, yeah. I'll see you next time because you and I are going to talk again. We'll so see you are If you're going to be there, I got yeah. two other guys as well to be there. So you're going to stop by the crude truth and yeah. interview Ray Trevino. And then also visit with David Blackman and also Jay Young. So we've already got you three other podcasts lined up. So
1: looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Buckle up. (laughs) Sounds great. See you soon.